everybody. It is us again, the stress and the organization in person. I am Elisa. And my name is Martina. <laughs> and welcome to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed our last, I don't know, week, month, I don't know, episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know when this is going to drop, so I don't know. But I hope you enjoyed it. And today we are coming back with uh, a new concept. We're going to talk about something a little different because we talked a lot about travel. So we thought this time, let's switch it up a bit. Yeah, let's talk about why we're here. Or like, yeah, physically, why we're in Amsterdam. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, my brain is still stick- stuck on like, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because oh. I just watched TikTok. And it was- <laughs> I just had to do that because if not, I would not be able to move on. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that, but now it's even more stuck in my head. But I love the song, so we're all good. My apologies. <laughs> no, no, no. We're all good. We're all good. So, okay, we, um, I think in our first episode, we talked about how um, Lisa comes from France, I come from Norway, we go to school here in Amsterdam, and we study hospitality. So we go to a hospitality business school called Hotel School The Hague, yes. and uh, we are now rounding up our third year in school, and we met our first year... Well, we met like one of the first weeks in the first year. I think we actually met the first week because it was like that that party for people to kind of like meet each other. Yeah, and but I was were... thinking more like starting to hang out. Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. because we were kind of in the corner, like the international people. And so yeah. we started talking together. Mm-hmm. That's the first time we actually met. But then, yeah, as as friends and actually hanging out was probably a, maybe maybe like two three weeks something like that yeah i just remember really well that we had english class together and i was just like let me sit next to this girl because she looks very nice <laughs> thank she you she looks like a nice person and then <laughs> i think we both had that mentality that we just wanted to talk with somebody that was a nice person yeah and it just continued <laughs> yeah and also that's, yeah definitely and also when i arrived i was just like let's just sit in the first row because i actually want to learn so i'm like fuck it let's just go in the first row and if someone sit next to me then it's also someone that is interested in actually being like let's actually learn something yeah because that's what we're here right yeah <laughs> yeah surprisingly yeah no yeah but um so First of all, um, should we maybe start talking a little bit about, because it's a hospitality business school. Yeah. Should we maybe talk a little bit? You can do it. Already. Every time. (laughs) Um, Why hospitality, Elisa? Why hospitality? That's so philosophical. No, I'm kidding. It's not. Um, Well, okay. Let's... Start from the start, I would say. Um, That's always a good place. Right? Let's do that. Let's start from the start. Um, When I was in high school, like everyone, I had to pick what do I want to do? Where do I want to go in the future? And I started and be like, I want to dance. I want to be a choreographer. And that's where I started from. But then... (laughs) I used my brain and I was like, actually, let me think about it. Let's not rush into that (laughs) because I can dance, but I don't think I can dance professionally when I would have studied to do it. But still, it's so much of a passion for me that I was like, let's just keep it as a passion. Let's not make it as a job. Let's just do it as something that I will like forever and not put any stress on it. You know, that's very interesting. That's why I just kept the dance thing on the side and I'm still dancing and I just keep it as something I actually enjoy 
So then I was like, okay, I can dance, so I need to find to find an actual job. And let's be honest, I tried to be honest with myself, which was like, I actually want to make a little bit of money. I want to have a good life. Just I, a little bit. <laughs> well, a, a, a good amount to live properly, yeah. you know. And I also like to travel. So I was like, okay, if I take all of that, I take the fact that I'm super organized. That's the quality everyone talks about when they meet me, kind of. What can I do? And I was like... professional organizer (laughs) so plan b but (laughs) i was like you know what with the traveling i've done my entire life and all the hotels i've been to maybe something around hotels even though the main thing i would want to do with my life is being event manager i was like event even before covid was already like a packed business so many people working in event like so hard to find your your, your place event company there's they're everywhere so many different fields in event i was like okay let's just do something where i can actually find a job later <laughs> so yeah. i was like event and hotels you have so many opportunities so many places around the world i can do what i want and 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 actually if i don't like event hospitality gives so many options to actually do something else and maybe just then do reception or be a, manage my own hotel or do something like that but either way buying studying hospitality I'm not stuck in a specific place because I feel like business school okay you learn a lot but a hospitality business school you specialize but at the same times you give your you let your options being open if that makes sense yeah well yeah, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. So I would say that's that's kind of why I I ended up doing hospitality. What about you? Yeah, so it's it's funny that you say the thing with like how dancing was your passion, and then you decided I want to keep that my passion and do something else for work. Yeah, because I had the opposite. So oh. yeah, which is <laughs> go for it. Which is kind of funny because I started working. Um, in hospitality or like in restaurants whatever when I was 13 14 14 um and I've always found it so much fun like yeah I I I just loved it and I love working in general um and in Norway I worked in the zoo and amusement park so I worked there every summer and it was just more and more and more and then um because in Norway, working in hospitality in general, there's not like a sense of pride with that. And uh, that is really important for me with when I'm working is that I want to feel like I've achieved something or done something or contributed with something. Yeah. So uh, for me, I felt that when I was at work. Um, but because there's not like a sense of pride in Norway about it, I never considered that to be able to be like my real job. Oh, okay. I, like when I grow up, something with hospitality. Um, so I I started studying biology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is just so different from yep. But you know, I am passionate about sustainability, and I love plants and animals, and you know, environment. So in that way, it does fit. But it's kind of weird. So I was studying biology, and then I was working in this zoo and amusement park. And I was working there all year. So I had like guests that kept coming back and I would remember them, remember their orders and like yeah. build up a longer lasting relationship with them, which I so much enjoy that. Like, that's my favorite thing about hospitality. And then I realized like, okay, I should make this my job. Like, why don't I just do this 
yeah as my real job you know and that's why I wanted to go into hospitality that makes so much sense yeah and then the reason why I wanted to go abroad is exactly the same thing we don't have them we have one hospitality school in Norway uh, that's like actual with practical education and stuff like that uh and then one theoretical one so for me it was then like getting that sense of pride it was important for me to go abroad yeah that makes sense but for me hospitality means that like creating lasting impressions um welcoming warmth like yeah I don't know how to explain that differently but that's like what hospitality is for me and it's about like seeing or paying attention to things that maybe other people wouldn't and then serving that like that's for me what makes a great hospital hospital experience hospitable <laughs> hospitable yeah. yeah i think it's hospitable <laughs> hospital hospital experience yeah. hospitable experience uh but what does hospitality means to you well i wanted to to jump back just a little bit with what you were saying with um like also with what you mean by hospitality but there there's the fact that i also had a, a, a job in the concert venue and it was also this idea of like talking to people and like welcoming them into the venue that I was like oh my god actually that's nice to meet people and just talk to people even if it's not for that long but just meeting nice people for a small amount of time and I felt like this is also something and being in an entertainment industry kind of the concert and everything also related to event in that sense and was like oh maybe I can try to do something you know with all of that together and then to come back to the definition of hospitality for me, well, again, being hospitable, of course, but that's more synonym than a definition. <laughs> and well, what I, does it mean for you? Like, what, yeah, what... I would say, I don't know. I would say for me, part of hospitality is also travel and culture because I yeah. feel like you need to be able to kind of, depending on who you're talking to, being able to adapt fast enough to different culture and also understand different culture and be open-minded enough about that and I feel like hospitality is a big part of it yeah, because I think a lot of people have an idea of what hospitality or I mean we're maybe geeks on it because we study hospitality but you know like <laughs> you would think of like okay what do I do when I welcome guests you know and yeah. all different cultures have different uh like some things that you would do in one country is rude in a different country yeah so and that's that's of course a big impact on that. Yeah, and I would I would say also like I feel like the experience that you and I got where we went to hotels, I feel like those like those tiny moments where you're like, "Oh, wow." From the hotel hotelos, like the, yeah. the people creating that 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 moment for you, you're like, "Oh my god, I would love to create this moment of happiness for other people as well." Mm-hmm. So I think for me this is also part of hospitality, like I know that in every hotel room, there is that gift in the room. But even though now I know that, when I was the guest, I was like, oh my God, it's so cute to have a handwritten <laughs> notes and a gift, even though it's kind of for everyone. But, <laughs> but it still creates, you know, that, that, that oh, I feel special kind yeah. of thing. I love that you say that because I was just thinking about like, how annoying it actually is to be in hospitality because it means that when you are receiving that experience... Yep. It's not, not that it's not special, but you just, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, you know that the gift is in every single room. Um, you also, I don't know, um, I think how much work there is in yeah. it. And um, 
yeah what's going on behind the scenes kind of yes well also considering that both of us manage an outlet at our school which is housekeeping yeah we every time we go into a hotel room now you can see every single details (laughs) and be like how did they manage to screw that up and i don't think i would have seen it before no (laughs) and like so it's just you see it from a different perspective it's like if I take also a, a personal example, my mom works in, 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 in concerts. That's how I got my job. But um, now she doesn't really like going to concert and all of that because she sees every light problem, every yeah. sound problem. Yeah. It's literally the same thing. So I, I just find it yeah. hilarious. Well, the good thing is like you mentioned the thing staying in a hotel. I have the same thing. When I stay in hotels now, I see so much dirt, so much things that... I'm sure nobody else would notice because, but because it's my job literally to yeah. do that, I, I see everything. Um, but the good thing, thing about it as well is that I know how hard that job is. Oh, yeah. So I would not like storm down to the reception to scream about how this room is looking. Uh, I have had some funny, like for example, there were some lost and found items in the room when I checked in. Yeah. And I literally like, put it in a plastic bag with the date and the room number (laughs) (laughs) like you would do with lost and found stuff and I just like like uh, gently uh, slid it over the the counter to him and was like hey this was in the room so you know (laughs) hospitable you know yeah Yeah. so um that's hospitality you wanted to have a lot of options you wanted to do events um You mentioned already that at least Hotel School of the Hague is a bit more business. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing about um, at least the modern version of hospitality or hotel school is that there's a lot more business in it than just cooking and cleaning. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would say that the the really good thing about our school, I I don't want to like be selling it or whatever, but that's also why we chose that school is because we like it kind of. That that would make sense. Well, yeah. (laughs) Bigger school because it's even nice and actually it is a good school but what i really liked was the idea of all this business side with like revenue management financial side which i yeah. don't like but i know is essential but also practicals managing the outlet uh, yeah. also being a, a, a practical student being managed by a student i think all of that learning how to give feedbacks leadership yeah, all so, of it is essential in my opinion yeah so the the just to give a brief backstory on our school oh yes yeah, it's founded in the hague in uh the netherlands and it's the whole concept is by industry for the industry so it's industry professionals who work there and the school is 95 years old or something like that yeah there's something i'm not sure but um, it, it is old it is old for sure um and uh, yeah so it's by industry for industry and they really kept that up until now uh, or so far where they have um, ex-industry people working at the school as teachers and as instructors. And you really have like this sense of the first year you live in school, you get to experience working in all the different departments of the hotel. Uh, second year, you have an internship. Um, we did it mid-COVID, so not the best time, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we, we got really lucky, though. Yeah, both of us got really lucky. We really got good internships. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, second year, like you said, we also manage an outlet. So you are get to experience being a manager with actual, like, giving feedback, making the plannings, all of that. And then you also have a lot of, like, projects with um, all different types of aspects of business, like from 
business development to revenue management you mentioned yeah um how to have uh, capital in your business like how to actually run your business but also in a leadership way how to manage your own teams how to cope with the change if you want to do changes all of that setting strategies yes all all of these like topics comes into it so it's not just uh, a culinary school or like a housekeeping school whatever it's an actual business uh, business school as well yeah. which is pretty cool so but then I, I would ask you on that uh how did you find that school because you said you, you wanted to go abroad but how did you find specifically hotel school yeah so um I am fortunate enough to be from Norway so I get government support for my studies um but the school obviously has to be approved yeah to be able to do that so um I don't remember if I just googled like hospitality schools, best hospitality schools of Europe, right. or if I actually went in on their website to see like what schools okay. would actually be. But I was pretty quickly with narrowing in on the Netherlands because I've just always uh, liked the Netherlands. Um, okay. And I knew about Switzerland, but it's Lausanne. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay for that. No. <laughs> impossible that's like what thirty thousand euros a year or something like that i think it's 50 fifty thousand yeah, fifty thousand first year i think and then it's yeah 30, yeah anyways i'm not gonna pay for that so nope and how about you because you have some like uh you know some people who went to hotel school right yeah so actually what happened for me is that i was looking for hospitality school so i went to all those fairs in paris to like find luxurious school at some point I was just like communication school I don't know I I looked at a lot of different things and then one day so I saw all of the Lyon, Lausanne all of those and I got informed of course and I was like if I don't find anything else I'm gonna finish there kind of I didn't even hear that much about French schools except for Vatel but that's more culinary no it's kind of the same but the, the vibe wasn't for me uh, let's just okay. say it that way um and so then I talked to friends about because I feel that's essential when you look for something for an internship for a job for a school for like something related to a career you need to talk to people so I just talked to some friends of like oh we're gonna do after high school I was like well maybe working in hotels or something and they were like oh we actually know someone who was almost graduating from this hotel school in Amsterdam and I was like okay well actually in The Hague but they told me that there was also a campus in Amsterdam Ah, okay. <laughs> and then yeah and then I was like oh interesting so then I got her phone number and I talked to her and she explained every single step to me about practicals about the first year about all of that it was still a little blurry in my head but then I saw hotel school coming to one fair in Paris like I specifically searched for it but I went for it and I talked a little bit to them. And then I came to the Netherlands to visit both schools. And I was like, looking at, like, it's the fifth best in the world. The price is just marvelous for a business school. Yeah. It would, yes. Good deal. Yes, it is. Um, I would be living outside of France. And I think that would be essential for me to be able to, like, work on my English and just work speak English all the time for my work later I think as a French person it's essential to actually practice (laughs) more than just learning in a school so that's that's my backstory yeah and and uh, from mm, I I was just thinking if I should uh, but from like so when you apply to go to hotel school 
you obviously apply and then you're invited to selection day, which is like a full day where you have interview. Uh, back in the day, we also had group interviews. You have some tests and stuff like that. And how long did it go from you like started researching school until you went to selection day and started school? So how was that journey for you? I think it was way longer than for you because because <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of know for you. Um, you, could, you could say it right after. I would say that when I started looking into hotel schools in general, it took probably six months because the time I looked at every hotel school and then I found HTH and then yeah. I came to the Netherlands to visit both schools, come back to France and then actually be like, okay, let's do selection day and actually come back to do it. It was a, a while, but the good thing for me is that I, I I got accepted a year before going to hotel school because I took a gap year and I did all of my selection day before going into that gap year. So you did, so we started in 2019, August 2019. So you would do all of your selection day like April, May 2018 then? Yeah. Yeah. Is exactly what happened. And then when I got in, they were like, you're, you're in, but you need to improve a little bit your English and give, give us a TOEFL with that, uh, that, I don't know, yeah. amount or whatever. And I was going to the US to work on my English. It was literally perfect. I went, I did yeah. my gap here. I got the TOEFL with the right average. Number, yeah. yeah. And then I was welcome to school. Nice. Okay, so you went to Selection Day the year before. Yeah. And then you did the gap year. Yeah. You already knew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because mine was very different. Yes, I know. And I <laughs> want to hear about but it again. I think I decided on doing uh, hotel school, like, or just like hospitality in general in, what was that? And that must have been like spring 2018. So that's when I first started thinking about going to hospitality school. Okay. Uh, but I don't think I had decided yet. Um, and then I was looking at a one in Oslo. And that's kind of the one that I was looking for. So I wanted to do hospitality, but I wanted to wait another year. So I didn't apply that year. And then um, I then got the idea in like November, December 2018 to um, that I should go abroad. So that's really when I started looking at like, okay, what are my possibilities? How much would it cost? Like how much work is it? Um, and then in February, I think that's when I, February 2019, that's when I sent my application because I was finally able to figure out like how to do it. And I applied to Hotel School The Hague, Breda, which is in the yeah. south, uh, Lovarden, and I think, no, I did not apply. There's one more in Maastricht, but I did not apply to that one. But I applied to the three first ones. Um, and Hotel School The Hague was my favorite from the beginning. I was invited to come to Selection Day in May, so like the fourth, first weekend of May. Okay, uh, so literally a year after me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A year after. So I was here in May, had the selection day, and then I got my results at the, like, two or three weeks after. So, like, I were on 20th, 25th of May, and it was like, yeah, you're accepted, but you also need a TOEFL test because all internationals need to do the TOEFL test. And by that point, all the TOEFLs were, like, fully booked. Oh, God. Yeah, so I only had, like, two options, one in... London, one in Amsterdam, and I didn't want to go back to Amsterdam because I was already accepted to school, kind of. Yeah. So uh, I hurried off to London to do the TOEFL. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
like yeah. the week after. I think we, I think I got the results on a Friday. That weekend we booked it. And then the following weekend I went to London. So I did not have any preparation or anything. Oh my God. And I had just like had an operation for my wisdom tooth. Oh and my God. I had uh, twisted my ankle. So <laughs> first weekend yes. to do a TOEFL test uh but oh yeah God. I did it I I got it um and well, then the- I started in August <laughs> <laughs> yeah very very even the, I think the TOEFL the TOEFL is actually the biggest difference between us because for the TOEFL I went to the US and I got like three months of like everyday TOEFL school so yeah. like like I had three months of, of working on my TOEFL every day to improve my English in English school and then took my TOEFL. Yeah. And I love that you, nothing, it just a broken ankle. Well, I did, a... I did purchase the, like, test test. Yeah. So, like, the trial one. Um, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. also, it makes sense because I think you took TOEFL test earlier in your life. Or... No, I have never taken a TOEFL test. Oh, never? But I did. Well, like, I, I have lived in the States, so, you yeah. know, like. Uh, no, but, but yeah, no, I haven't taken a TOEFL test. No, because that's what I was going to say. Your level of English, I'm not surprised that you got it from the first try. Yeah, because... but the TOEFL test is still kind of weird. Yeah, but that's that's why I'm so surprised that you never took a TOEFL before because like it's so specific, and I feel like the test test out of itself is just uh, like you need to actually like understand what is happening because it's yeah, <laughs> just like the fact of standing in line, yes. like that whole experience and the, all the rules. Like I have tattoos on my arms, and I. Live Literally, they had to inspect each tattoo to see if I had hidden cheating things. Yeah, so they had to, I had to show them my arms and they had to like look at them like closely. Oh my Uh, God. Yeah, because normally you just have to show it. Yeah. But since I have tattoos, they actually had to like look at it in detail to see if I had like put something on my arms. Oh my God. I don't even know how I could cheat on a TOEFL test. No. I'm not smart enough to do that apparently, no. but um, yeah. So that's <laughs> so that's I have it. No yeah. Clue how you would? Yeah. So okay. that was a whirlwind. I um, yeah. I also applied to Breda and Lovarden, but uh, Hotel School The Hague was my my first option. So you had selection day because I, I I'm gonna talk about myself first, and then you can talk. Go for it. <laughs> because I had like I had never you know I had seen the website of the school. And, um, but I hadn't been to selection day or anything before, or I hadn't been to open day, sorry, before the selection day. And I came on a Friday and I was not that organized. So we went off on the wrong tram stop and I came late to like the, the guided tour for the internationals. Uh, so I got like a private tour. Um, but I came in and I was just so shocked by the school and like the vibe of the school and the professionality level of the people there oh yeah and I was just like I looked at my mom we were sitting there talking with like one of the um, recruitment people and they were talking about like how many people get accepted and stuff like that and I just looked at my mom and I said in a region like we can just leave right now there's no point in us being here what yeah because I was convinced that I would not be accepted at all and oh, I love like, how it turned out. Okay, yeah. Fully convinced that I would not be accepted. And I was like, no, seriously, we can just leave. Like, there's no point in us being here. I do not have to show up tomorrow. Like, no. And my mom was like, no, no, no. You, I think this will be, you at least have to give it a shot. We're here, you know, we traveled here, everything. 
and uh, I mean, I'm so happy I did because I got I yeah. got accepted, obviously. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just so convinced I would not be accepted. So uh, well, I was just so shocked because it's nothing I have ever experienced before. Like the vibe of the school is just. I don't know. It's not like it's amazing and it's not like it's bad, but it's just so different. Yeah, no, but I understand what you mean by that because the f- the first time I entered the school and I saw like all those, I didn't know they were PEs, but all those those practical students like in a suit and all the, the, the MOs, like the manager also in a suit and then the students that were that were dressed professional enough for students compared to my high school friends in Paris. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, looking back, we all know that they had to buy that uniform and they had to wear it. So Yeah, that's, that's also, <laughs> also that. But I also think that us as students, we, we dress professional enough. Like, even if we have, like, holes in our jeans, it's not like, I don't know, we still look yeah, appropriate, yeah. I would say. And just coming there with all this glass everywhere because there's like glass everywhere you can see in the garden and 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 it, it seemed so new and professional to me compared to everything I was used yeah. to in France. Now I think it's kind of like a regular school and kind of looks like a lot of other school. Even well, now we're used to it as well. Yeah. So. Well, if you look at the the Hague campus, yeah, but the, the, our campus doesn't look no, new anymore. No, no, no. But um, yeah, also that I can understand why you could have felt like this. Oh, my God, what am I doing here? Yeah. And I kind of had the same thing, but opposite again, because I was like, oh, my God, I'm never going to get in, but I don't care. I'm going to try. And if I don't get in, I will try again the year after because I have this opportunity that I'm living for a year so I can just try again. Yeah. Okay. That's a good mentality, though. Yeah, because I was yeah. like, I, I'm probably not. Go- I was like, you, I'm probably not gonna get in, but I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, also, I, I was just thinking, like, again, culture. It's so like how yeah. the culture of our school is so different from like what's common Norwegian culture. And my mom, you know, she loves that. Like when I brought her to Louis Vuitton, she was worried before we got in, and we get in, and she was living her best life. <laughs> Did I not tell you about that? I, I, yeah, 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 I remember that you waited an hour and then you went and she was like, can I touch this? And then, and then she, she was pulling alarms left and right. So the alarms <laughs> went off several times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. Uh, I love you, mom. Um, <laughs> I love the story. You um, rock. You rock. That's what I said. I love it. Yeah, so that was just a, a nice side story. So yeah, the the culture is very different. It's very like in your face, polite, which is not very common in Norway. So that also kind of not threw me off, but it was surprising to me. Yeah. Um, but if you would think of, um, you've already mentioned that you want to do events. So have your dreams changed now? Like, what do you want to do when you graduate? Uh, in a sh- I know that we both are struggling with this. Yeah. I know it, but. Um, Maybe a bit of a teaser. And we can always change our mind, right? Yeah, as I was going to say, I feel like at our age, like in our, like at that moment. At of, your age? That's why I said our, trying to keep it, <laughs> keep it large. Um, it'd be like, and our, this is what I was going to say, in our situation, like as students at this moment of our lives, maybe that's better to say it that way. That's a very nice way of saying it. Right? We, I feel like we can change so many times and I feel like our generation is so different from our parents' generation where they had a job and they kind of kept it for like 
kind of as long as possible and like yeah. that's my career that's what I'm doing and I feel our generation is more like I want to do something that I like and the instant I don't feel comfortable doing that job anymore I need to find something else or exactly, another company yeah. and that's why I'm not of course I'm stressed I'm like what the fuck am I gonna do but at the same time I'm like okay I can make mistakes of, of, of career path and then find something else. It's not going to be that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Like I can, for now, my goal is still doing events. I don't know in which country around the world. I don't know if I'm going to do it in a hotel or in an actual event company. But all I know is that I'm going to do something related to event. That's the first step. And if I don't like it, if I don't like the environment I'm in, if I want to do something different, I can open my company of organization home, you know, <laughs> yeah, or like organize your home, like Marie Kondo vibe, you know, that could be a great plan B or something. Would you open your own event company though? <sighs> to be honest, <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 I would love to, because I, I, I kind of like being a leader and I kind of like being able to, to put my mindset and my point of view on something. But I also don't think I am strong enough and have enough baggage or whatever, at least right now, to to create my own company. I think I'm too scared and I can't right now I'm not able to take enough risk to be able to create my own company. So it could be event, but it's also being the manager of a hotel. Right now I don't think I could be able to do that. Open my own hotel, all those things. I know everything that goes behind it. I know all the problems that can happen, yeah. all the financial side of it. And I'm like, I don't think I... I you don't want to or you don't think you can do it, though? Because there's a difference there. I think it's a combination of both. Okay. I, I do not want to right now, but I also don't think I have all the fully, like, knowledge to, yeah. to do all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, we talked a lot about me and event, but <laughs> what about what about you? Because you have something, like you have an ID, but it's just, go for it. Yeah, so for me, I'm a bit more like, it's funny because I mentioned that I used to study biology, right? And most biology people in Norway, they become teachers. And that's the like, main reason I quit biology because I didn't want to work as a teacher. But then through going to hotel school <laughs> more and more I am teaching so for example I'm working in school in the housekeeping as a duty manager where basically I am a coach or a mentor so to say for the second year students who are working as the managers so there I'm teaching I'm coaching and I'm giving feedback whatever and then I'm giving also tutoring in finance so that is actually teaching students in finance so it's it's funny how it's like evolving into that um, so I have a lot of different things that I would like to do, like the same with the company. I think I could do it someday, but yeah. I don't necessarily feel like I want to. But also coming back to that for a second, I do think that if I found the right person to do it with, yeah, then want to, maybe yeah. I will be able to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, cause I would not, I don't think I would want to do it with somebody else ah. if I would start my own company. Okay. I could have like people who are helping me, whatever. Yeah, but I think it would have to be coming for me. But that's a different story. But yeah, so um, I for sure know that I want to do a master after hotel school. But my whole thing, I want to do something with sustainable businesses. So um, not just like green, like eco-friendly, but also like social sustainability, 
um, and more of like a holistic view on business. So making sure that people are reaching their full potential, all of those like <laughs> love it. Um, so whether that's like working as a consultant or um, working in a large corporation, working on ESG, so environmental, social, and governance topics. Um, yeah, something along those lines. I've also like uh, tickled my brain on the, if I should do a PhD or a doctor's degree, uh, which is very much research oriented and um, also teaching aspects. So there's some things coming in and play but I don't really know exactly what yet <laughs> yeah well I feel that's the journey we're on and and we are I think we have the right and I think we should be able to to look in different directions and just experiment because yeah for sure we are lucky enough to be able to do that and yeah I forgot to, yeah go for it no you can finish your thing <laughs> <laughs> no because i was going to talk about because i forgot to talk about that yes i'm gonna do like i'm thinking of doing a master yeah. and and as well but i am i think more specific already of, of my 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 want because i i know i want to do events so that's the thing yeah. i'm lucky enough to know that i want to do that and so i've talked with the general manager of a hotel and he was like you need to do like to go in a different direction like Doing a master in hospitality is not going to bring me more because no. a bachelor of hospitality is already a lot of information and a lot of knowledge in that field. So that's why I want to do a master re specifically on event because then I'm going to kind of like branch out and, and grow in different direction and have knowledge that is broader, I would say, in that sense. Yeah. So that's just to come back to that. But you would thinking maybe something else yeah no i was saying like that's a good thing about this study because it's a hospitality business study so it's there's so many things that's possible like there's people working in retail in e-commerce in um obviously like uh airlines in banks in real estate um there's in norway there's people working for the government with um oil production like there's so many different things that you can do uh, because it has so much to do it's like everything that has to do with business basically and being polite to people that's something that you can do <laughs> no love, but seriously yes, yeah. yeah but I love how you being polite I love I love it yeah, yeah. so uh, I've been looking at two different masters I uh, don't really know what yet but one is more about change management and the other one is more about crisis management uh, which uh, right now we have some courses at school that I'm not very happy with, with change management. So I'm a bit like reluctant to that right now, but, um, but that will probably change as well because I change my mind every two months approximately. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like even if every time you change your mind, you still have kind of a, like a guideline. Yeah. And I feel like everything builds on the next thing. Like yeah. I don't think I would get to, uh, the ideas that I have now if I hadn't gone through the other 15 ideas that I had the last three years yeah and yeah. I and, and, and <laughs> definitely and also thinking about what I was saying a little earlier more you talk to different people more it's also gonna build up on it you know yeah. and get new impulses yeah and all of that. Well, so like I have a friend who is actually doing a PhD in Geneva about like um sociology, sociology yeah. yeah thank you I wasn't sure if I was saying yeah, properly no. in English um and this could for example that's an example but that could help into seeing what a PhD could be and what it is actually so talking to people that like the other day I talked with a, a guy who's working in the catering agency so it was really interesting yeah. because then I actually learned more about event I feel like 
talking to people that might be in your field or just even just friends and, and friends of friends, even if it's not their field, they always have an opinion and an idea. And they, everyone has knowledge about some, something. So in the end, it can always develop, I feel like, if yeah. that makes sense. And I feel, so one thing that I don't like about like today's day and age is that people are like, oh, what do you do? Like, what's your job? And they define you as that title. But if you talk more about, okay, so what are the tasks that you do in a day? Yeah. And like talk more about that because then you will learn so much more about what your the people around you actually are doing and spending their days with so first of all that's like a nice way of connecting with people but in doing that you will discover so many more things that are possible because there's probably a million job positions right now that you have no idea what they entail like there's yeah. so many jobs in this world that you don't know that they exist even but there is a very high chance that when we are going to graduate of, of hotel school or even our masters new jobs are going to oh, appear sure. out of nowhere we're going to be like oh my god that's exactly that's that's it i i found it yeah. you know or maybe i don't know five years when we're graduated it, it could be at any yeah. time that we're gonna because society moves so fast and so much yeah just like we started in 2019 and uh there was almost no companies in 2019 that had a, a CSO a chief sustainability officer now most companies have that and that was like in 2020 that all of those roles were <laughs> created yeah and that's like a huge thing so it's changing uh, each year but even if we go back to covid like yeah covid changed so much in hospitality well first it created like a labor shortage because a lot of people don't want to work in hospitality anymore but it also created so much with but, virtual and hybrid yeah. situation which is also interesting and 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 also how to to keep people secure but still keeping that idea of of being in a hotel as a special place you know yeah and i think it also showed how hospitality or like studying hospitality is a smart thing to do because most of those crisis centers vaccine centers uh all of that most of those groups of people had some sort of hospitality background uh also probably because they lost their actual job because of covid but it just says that there's a lot of knowledge from hospitality that is applicable in other industries as well Oh yeah, definitely. But that's what that's why it's really interesting about the business and and about the world changing and all the opportunities yeah. that we're gonna get. So yeah, we're not trying to sell you hospitality. We're just <laughs> I know it sounds like it. It's hard work. Like, it, it is. It is. It is. Uh, and I'm sure all jobs are really hard, but hospitality is just a really tough job. You're working at hours where other people are having fun most of the time at least now um or up until now hopefully will change in the future but it's really low wage jobs so it's not a job that um is going to make you rich but even if you think of high paid jobs in hospitality where like a general manager of a hotel for example like this is one of the most stressful job yeah. because it's literally 24 yeah. 7 like all year long because like there's it's always open it's always yeah. going there's always stuff happening there's so you always really... like guest people out like that comes from outside and you don't know them that could do really weird stuff <laughs> and then i don't know like yeah. burn your building or you, you don't know i yeah. it's not always the case luckily but you you never know or someone having to go to the hospital because something happened yeah. and it's your responsibility as general manager to be able to to 
to work with all the teams and if there is a really big problem to be even waking up in the middle of the night yeah. so it's just it is a great job but also has his, his perks but that's how it is everywhere. yeah because you're not gonna i was gonna say you're not gonna get rich on money but you're gonna get rich on experiences and meeting new people because that's the i feel the most rewarding job you have to have the passion motivating factor in there and you have to enjoy meeting uh, and getting to know new people because you do all the time like there's yeah your guests your employees yeah it's so cool <laughs> yeah and i think i think that's the best way to end that on 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 this podcast oh, I know. yeah <laughs> on the idea of, of, of meeting new people and like communicating with people yeah because that's that's what we're doing communicating and as a nice round off as well i don't think without having gone to hospitality school for three years that we would be able to uh do this podcast oh yeah no like, yeah if you would think that four years ago would you have sat down here and talked about it? no i don't think so no no so uh at least something good came out of our no <laughs> <laughs> no, no no a lot a lot more but uh but yeah it, 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 it's sometimes stressful that's yeah. also the name of the podcast but so, yeah uh, what shows do you watch then to, uh, <laughs> I go to transition to relax segue of a lifetime what shows um, do you watch to relax from my stressful hospitality life um i don't know i feel like recently it's it's already been like uh, a month that it's over i think but I, i've watched moon knight a, a new um tv show from marvel again <laughs> um i just I, I really liked it because it was kind of like out of the basic marvel things i would say it's very different i really loved um loved it as well yeah, because you don't really need to have seen all the others' movies and TV shows to understand it, which I really like. Yeah. Um, and then if I go into music, because that's kind of the thing I, I talk a lot on that podcast and I really like. Um, the album of Sasha Sloan just dropped a month ago or something. It's uh, pop music. Uh, she sings so well. And I just I just love it. And then the other one, it's also a friend, same friends that made me discover Rex Orange County. She made me discover um, Gus Dapperton. I don't think I'm saying it that well, but it's no. I don't know how I'm, I'm supposed to pronounce it. But uh, really nice as well is more rock indie alternative. That would be more the definition. I googled it to make sure this time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's really chill. So those two albums are pretty chill. I feel like so many good albums are dropping right now. And I talked about it with my dad the other day, and he was like, "Well, you had times in the, the in the, the storyline of, of the of the world, kind of, where you have like moment with a lot of music things happening, or a lot of movie, or not. and I feel like right now, all the things that were produced during COVID, I think everything is kind of dropping out right now and just coming to us at that moment. I don't know if it's just me feeling that way, but yeah. Yeah, because people were forced to be so creative. Like yeah. they were just stuck in their house, you know? Yeah. Do you have anything? TV shows, music, well, book? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that um, not too much new. Uh, one thing that I have been listening to, I mean, it is summer, it's June, it's warming up. Um, and uh, with that I normally go back to like the summer house kind of vibe so that's been rolling and then it is uh, pride month so then I also am listening to like pride themed uh, playlists nice so there's this guy who's called Matt Bernstein Bernstein Bernstein, <laughs> okay. Bernstein? I don't know I can't help you 
<laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, who always makes like themed playlists with um, like typically queer songs. Um, so I've been listening to that, which is just like upbeat, fun, ta- fun times music. Nice. Yeah. So his playlist, if anybody's interested, let me. It's it's a great name. Are you ready for it? <laughs> I don't think so, but go for it. The gay agenda is alive and well. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the name of the playlist. A great name. Yeah. So uh, that's my recommendation. Listen to some fun music. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that idea. Yeah. Um, well, we hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. It was a little more serious, but um, a little bit different from what we've done from now. But I think we're getting into a routine and, and, and a habit on how to, to deal with those podcasts, I would say. Mm-hmm. So we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, and um, apologies in advance for any creaking uh, you may have heard Uh our couch is pretty um, noisy, so yeah. apologies for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, uh, it's been a pleasure being in your ears again. <laughs> I'm never going to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> just how you roll your eyes every time I say it. It's no, amazing. It's just, I love it. Yeah. Um, looking forward to next time. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. know when that's going to be, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, bye. Bye.